What's up, family? Welcome back to PJ's Take. I know it's been a minute, but uh, I'm about to start a five-episode series entitled Let It Be in 2023. And basically, it's different things that we should let go in the new year, things that we should leave in 2022. It's different things that we should not carry with us. And I hope y'all are doing good, and I hope y'all are straight. I hope y'all are doing all right. I hope y'all had a good Christmas and a good New Year's. Mine was pretty good. I was able to see my people. But today is part one of Let It Be for 2023. And today's episode is about pride. P-R-I-D-E. Pride. So... Before I get into it, when I talk about pride, I'm not saying, like, it's bad to have pride in your country and to, like, rep your flag or to rep your state's flag or whatever. I'm not saying that it's bad to, like, have pride in your job, have pride in doing a good job at work. Um, I'm not saying it's prideful to... It's bad to have pride in your kid. Like, you're proud of your kid for doing good in their sports game. Or you're proud of your kid for getting straight A's or doing something great or things like that. The pride I'm talking about is the type of pride where the only way that you, like, move and the only way you make it is to tear other people down, to build yourself up. That's the kind of pride I'm talking about. Also, the kind of pride I'm talking about is where you just think you're so flashy and high and mighty and you the best thing since sliced bread and can't nobody be you, can't nobody touch you. And, well, that's a different story, but basically, like, can't nobody be on your level, can't nobody touch you. You're the, you're the bee's knees or whatever. Uh, but with that being said, um, I want to get into why we should let pride go. And one of the main reasons is because of pride, we fall. Um, Proverbs 16 and 18 says, before destruction, uh, actually, I'll just read it to you. So it says, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. And that's so true, and that's facts, because some prideful people, they don't even realize how dangerous a life they're living because they are so blinded by their self-righteousness and their pride. Like some people, if you're watching the video, you can see me, some people are walking around like this. This is their pride. This is this is pride, and this is you trying to live, and they're walking around like this. Do-do-do, do-do-do, oh, I slipped and I fell. How did that happen? Oh, I I I fell and I I got hurt and I and I tripped and I and I got hurt. How did that happen? Because you're blinded from that pride. Pride goes before the fall. And a prime example was Lucifer in heaven. He was in there in heaven with God, and that temptation he gave to that temptation, and he thought he could be God, and he thought he could be better than God. And look what that got him. He got cast down. With a third of the angels, he fell because of that pride. And that's how dangerous it could be. That's, that's really, it's really, um, 
it's not good. Like it's a very toxic trait to have. Really think think about it. It's kind of like if I'm trying to walk my my road, if I'm, to, if I'm trying to walk my path, and I take one step forward, but then I take three steps back. I'm making no progress in, in life. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, I finally made three steps forward, but then I took another six steps back. Again, I'm not making any progress at all. And then I finally got up until I make 10 steps forward, and then I took 30 steps back. But now I'm just going in the wrong direction, and that pride is hurting me more than it was helping me. And because I was walking around like this with my hand in front of my eyes, with that pride blinding me, I couldn't see that. Until it was too late, until I fell, until I got hurt, until I slipped, until I got caught up into something that was not God's will for my life. Because I was living a dangerous lifestyle and I wouldn't take heed to anyone's um, conviction in my life. And another aspect of that is um, living self-righteous. Self-righteousness and pride really going hand in hand because a self-righteous person thinks that they have no faults. But this, if you talk to a self-righteous person, this is some of the stuff that they would say, bro, I am never wrong. Like, I don't make no mistakes, bro. Like, I have never done wrong a day in my life. Like, all of my ideas and all of my plans and all of my ambitions and all of my moves are just morally better than every single one of you, better than everybody else. All of my behavior is justified. Everything I do has a valid reason for why I do it. All of my actions, all of my reactions are valid. I did what I did because I was right and you were wrong and I was right and you don't know what you're talking about and I was right and you need to go educate yourself. That's a self-righteous person and that's very toxic. And that's very toxic because the Bible literally say that we have all sinned and fallen short. No matter if you're a rich man or a poor man, no matter if you, no matter what continent you live on, no matter your culture, we've all sinned in one way or another and fallen short of the glory of God, which is why John fourteen six says Jesus is kind of off topic, but Jesus is the only way to heaven. Like our, our good works can't save us from our self-righteous, prideful thoughts and actions and lifestyle. That's why Jesus is the only way because of the sacrifice <clears throat> that he did on the cross. Not what we say or do gets us into heaven. Because God does not bless mess. God will not bless your mess. It sounds good because it rhymes, but it's true. God's not going to honor somebody who's being a hypocrite. God's not going to honor somebody who says, oh, I love God, but I secretly don't think I need him, I can do this on my own. God's not gonna honor that because he he knows your heart. Like you can say something out loud to man and I say, okay, well, okay. But God God knows your heart and he'll read your heart. And then another scripture I had was Proverbs eleven and two. And then it kind of goes hand in hand with the prideful thing, the self righteous thing. And that says that when pride cometh, then cometh shame. And then it also says then comes uh sorry I'm going to start over. When pride cometh, then cometh shame. And then it says, with the lowly is wisdom. And that really means that a righteous person is going to follow God. 
sometimes it's not easy to not give in to um, those lusts, those temptations that you want to do. But um, the righteous person, the righteous man or woman is going to follow God's will. And that's how you get wisdom, by following, reading Proverbs and following God's will. Not from trying to do everything on your own and think that you can uh, figure out life on your own. Like, if even if God don't speak to you audibly, he'll send somebody your way who he gave a gift in that area of life. And if you're still not listening, then you... He, he's not. God's not going to force you to, you know, change your heart. You gotta want to change. You gotta want to listen to uh, wise counselors, which is good to have wise and smart people in your corner. Because the reason why is because, like, if Jesus said something, he said it for a reason. Like when he was doing, um, I believe it was the Sermon on the Mount. Like if he said for not to do something, then we need to be wise and do it, and not prideful and just ignore it. Like if he says that, um. If I lust after somebody, that's adultery in my heart. So God is looking at me as an adulterer because I had lust in my heart for somebody. That's why I need to let that go. Or if I hate somebody, that's a murder in my heart. So God's looking at me like I'm like a murderer because of the hate that I had, the evil intentions that I had in my heart, which is why we got to let those things go. But to kind of flip the script pride we should leave back in 2022 but we should take humility and confidence with this and then my last scripture is james 4 and 7 and it says submit yourselves to god and resist the devil and he will flee that's kind of like the short version of it submit yourself to god <clears throat> sorry and resist the devil and he will flee and that's vital that's very vital because this is a war going on in the spirit realm between the good and the evil but if you're on god's side which is the good side then you know that god's already won you know god has already defeated evil and jesus did it on the cross so if god gave us freedom and he's living in your heart then you have freedom freedom over um those things when it says resist the devil that means resist those temptations Resist that urge of living pridefully. Resist that urge of living self-righteously. And basically, that's, that means, like, uh, like resist the urge to stop treating somebody like a doormat and just walking all over people. Like, I see a lot of that. Like, you got to resist that and turn away from that. Because we all have to give an account and an answer one day. And there's no excuse for the nastiness that we be doing. None of that is worth it. Um, but yeah, flee that temptation. Like I was saying, like I really had to do that. Like I had to flee the temptation of mentally beating myself up every time I made a mistake or um, comparing my lives to other people, comparing um, like my looks or whatever, or my identity or whatever. And then, like, the lack of confidence, too. Like, that all came from comparison and um, not having a humble spirit. And then another thing, I had to um, flee the temptation of watching porn every day. Watching porn every day, lack of confidence, comparing my life to other people. That was like a triple, I guess, like a triple whammy. Like, that junk was eating me up alive. And I really had to humble myself and... And I let God know, like, I wanted to 
let go of those things. And he really delivered me because he knew my heart. But the fact that I had to humble myself because I had to remind myself that I didn't get rid of these things on my own. God did that. If I think that I got rid of them things on my own, I'm living that prideful life. I'm being a hypocrite. But God did that. It was the Lord who did that. And then that takes me, I mentioned pride earlier, and I mentioned confidence. And now I want to talk about how pride and confidence are two different things. Um, I just want y'all to hear these examples that I wrote down because the fear, it kind of ties into uh, the fear of the Lord is a strong confidence. That's where the confidence comes from, from the fear of the Lord. But then pride goes before the fall. So that's two different things right there. So just listen to these examples and see what side you fit on. So a prideful person would say, bro, I have never made a mistake in my life. I'm just like that. Like I'm built different. I'm straight perfection. But a confident person would say, you know, man, when I stand and I fall short, you know, I'm confident to admit that God and, um, God said that I'm delivered and I'm redeemed and I can turn away from those things. A prideful person at the gym would say, bro, everybody should envy me. Look at me, bro. I'm the best looking one in here. I talk the best. I walk the best. I look the best. I play the loudest music. Confident person in the gym would say, bro, I don't care about all that. I'm confident in my own body. I don't care what others look like. I'm here to work out and do my thing. And go home. I'm even humble enough to ask questions if I'm trying to get advice. And then also, just a little piggyback on that. Like, some some people, they um have so much confidence in the wrong thing. Like, obviously, working out and looking good and feeling good is not a bad thing whatsoever. But if that's where your confidence lies and you and, um, and that's where your... Uh, you you kind of you kind of prideful to the point where uh you, you think you're better than other people because you have bigger muscles, you know God doesn't even judge us by our muscles. He judges us by our heart. He looks at our heart. So, but then another example is a prideful person would say, "I want all the attention in this room. I'm finna be the louder person in here just to be heard. I want everybody to see me 24/7. I want all eyes on me and nobody else." A confident person says. I don't need to always be heard. My words are quality over quantity. My life and what I do and what I say is quality over quantity. Even when I'm quiet, that's still confident. And then final one is a prideful person going to say, I don't need Jesus to get to heaven. I'm a good person. I'm a good enough person. My works will get me in. A confident person is going to say, I trust in what Jesus spoke. And if Jesus said he was the only way, well, that's the that's the way I'm finna go. That's the way I'm driving my car. That's the way I'm finna walk. And because of those reasons right there is um, an example to us of why confidence is greater. Confidence is greater than pride, and you should have uh, make sure who's make sure you're careful who's in your circle, um, because who's in your circle is gonna rub off on you. If they they have bad traits that you don't want, like pride, then don't have those type of people in your circle. But if you want confident and wise people in your circle who's going to lead you down the right way, then put those people in your circle. We need to let pride go in 2023. We need to let pride go in 2023. 
not the pride I talked about, like having uh, pride in your country or pride in your you're proud of your kid for getting straight A's, but the pride when you just um, tear other people down and use them as stepping stones to build yourself up. We need to let that go. Because, like I said, God looks at our heart. And if you have an iron, cast iron heart, heart, our hearts, God can't work with that. But if you soften your heart, he can work with that and mold that and, and cultivate that to where he wants you to be for the plan that he has for you. Because at the end of the day, without pride in our relationship is with the Lord is a lot deeper and more intimate. Intimate. Just like a relationship with like uh, a close friend or a family member or a spouse. Like if you just like such a prideful person, like if you're the type of person where it's your ego in the room, there's no space for anything else, then a relationship is not going to last like that. Well, it's the same way with God because, you know, a relationship goes both ways. And um, this is kind of off topic, too. But even when you just go on your own tangent, that's the good thing about, you know, Jesus. Even when you go on your own tangent and even if even when you're going on your own way, you know, he's still standing there waiting for you. He's like this. That was me holding my arms open wide. Like his arms are open wide. He's. And that's so good. Like, he's waiting for you to come back. Like, he's not, he's, he's not like, think about the prodigal son. Like, the dad, he ran to him. He celebrated him. His arms was open wide. He didn't condemn him and say, how stupid of you. How could you run away after all the goodness I did, after everything I did? How could you? No, his arms are like this. His arms are open wide, waiting for you to come back. And that's why Jesus is different from a lot of religions. It's a relationship. But um, my take on letting go of pride is this. Just because somebody is humble, that does not make that person weak. Just because somebody is quiet, they are not a punk. Just because somebody is, um, just because somebody doesn't say much and you know, or whatever. Like I said, like just because somebody is humble, that don't mean that they are a doormat for you just to walk all over. Honestly, I think it's harder to be humble than it is to be prideful. Like it's easy to say, oh, look at me, look at all I did. But nah, like I said before, like you really got to, uh, when God does something for you, don't, 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 don't praise the blessing and forget the blessing. Like, that's a slap in God's face. And I've done that way too many times. Don't 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 give so much attention to the blessing, like to your new car, but you don't thank God for the finances for that car. Or, you know, things like that. But um uh yeah, that's really about it. Um that's really why I think that um pride and self righteousness is a toxic trait to have. And I think we should all let go of that. And uh, again, I think we should all live uh Humble and confidence, confident in the right thing and in the right person. But I appreciate y'all listening in. Um, this was part one entitled Letting Go of Pride in 2023. Oh, yeah. Leave it be in 2023. <laughs> um, but part two, uh, I'm going to talk about worry, letting go of worry. 
leave it leaving it be in 2023 but i appreciate y'all listening and y'all tuning in i know it's been a minute but uh, i'm gonna start being more consistent with these but uh you can find this on ig at pjs underscore take and you can really find this podcast on all platforms and then with that being said thank y'all for tuning in peace and bless up ha <laughs>